Good morning. Our service of morning prayer begins on page three of the Book of Common Prayer. I was glad when they said unto me, We will go unto the house of the Lord. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Together, Venite, on page 9. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with songs. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Let the whole earth stand in awe of him. For he cometh, for he cometh to judge the earth, and with righteousness to judge the world and the peoples with his truth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Our psalm for this morning is Psalm 149, which is on page 525. O sing unto the Lord a new song. Let the congregation of saints praise him. Let Israel rejoice in him that made him, and let the children of Sion be joyful in their king. Let them praise his name in the dance. Let them sing praises unto him with tabret and harp. For the Lord hath pleasure in his people, and help them meek-hearted. Let the saints be joyful with glory. Let them rejoice in their beds. Let the praises of God be in their mouth, and a two-edged sword in their hands. To be avenged of the nations, and to rebuke the peoples. To bind their kings in chains, and their nobles with links of iron. To execute ju judgment upon them, as it is written, Such honor have all his saints. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the seventh chapter of Genesis. Then the Lord said to Noah, Come into the ark, you and all your household, because I have seen that you are righteous before me in this generation. You shall take with you seven of each clean animal, a male and his female, to each of animals that are unclean, a male and his female, also seven each of birds of the air, male and female, to keep the species alive on the face of all the earth. For after seven more days I will cause it to rain on the earth, forty days and forty nights, and I will destroy from the face of the earth all living things that I have made. And Noah did according to all that the Lord commanded him. Noah was six hundred years old when the floodwaters were on the earth. So Noah with his sons, his wife, and his sons' wives went into the ark because of the waters of the flood. Of clean animals, of animals that are unclean, of birds, and of 
by two they went into the ark to Noah, male and female, as God had commanded Noah. And it came to pass after seven days that the waters of the flood were on the earth. In the six hundredth year of Noah's life, <clears throat> in the second month, the seventeenth day of the month, on that day all the fountains of the great deep were broken up, and the windows of heaven were opened, and the rain was on the earth forty days and forty nights. On the very same day Noah and Noah's sons, Shem, Ham, Japheth, and Noah's wife, and the three wives of his sons went with them, entered the ark. They and every beast after its kind, all cattle after their kind, every creeping thing that creeps on the earth after its kind, and every bird after its kind, every bird of every sort, and then went into the ark to Noah, two by two, of all flesh in which is breath of life. So those that entered, male and female, of all flesh, went in, as God had commanded him, and the Lord shut him in. Now the flood was on the earth forty days. The waters increased and lifted up the ark, and it rose high above the earth. The waters prevailed and greatly increased on the earth, and the ark moved about on the surface of the waters. And the waters prevailed exceedingly on the earth, and all the high hills under the whole heaven were covered. The waters prevailed fifteen cubits upward, and the mountains were covered. And all flesh died that moved on the earth, birds and cattle and beasts and every creeping thing that creeps on the earth and every man, all in whose nostrils was the breath of the spirit of life, and that was on the dry land, died. So he destroyed all living things which were on the face of the ground, both man and cattle, creeping thing and bird of the air. They were destroyed from the earth. Only Noah and those who were with him in the ark remained alive, and the waters prevailed on the earth one hundred and fifty days. Here ended the first lesson. Together, the Benedictus says on page 11. Blessed art thou, Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. The temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 14th verse of the Gospel according to St. Mark, of the 7th chapter of the Gospel according to St. Mark. When he, had him, when he had called all the multitude to himself, he said to them, Hear me, every one, and understand. There is nothing that enters a man from outside which can defile him, but the things which come out of him, those are the things that can defile a man. If anyone has ears to hear, let him hear. When he had entered a house away from the crowd, his disciples asked him concerning the parable. So he said to them, Are you thus without understanding also? Do you not perceive that whatever enters a man from outside cannot defile him? Because it does not enter his heart but his stomach, and is eliminated, thus purifying all foods. And he said, What comes out of a man that defiles a man? For from within, out of the heart of men, proceed evil thoughts, adulteries, fornications, murders, thefts, 
covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lewdness, an evil eye, blasphemy, pride, foolishness. All these things come from within and defile a man. Here endeth the second lesson. Benedictus on page 14. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, perform the mercy promised to our forefathers, and to remember his holy covenant, perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham, that he would give us, that we being delivered out of the hand of our enemies might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people for the remission of their sins. Through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. Third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Lord, we beseech thee favorably to hear the prayers of thy people, that we, who are justly punished for our offenses, may be mercifully delivered by thy goodness. For the glory of thy name, through Jesus Christ our Savior, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Ghost, ever one God, world without end. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemy. That we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, 
Defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning. Like much of the, the, this week, today's readings are a microcosm of how we as Christians read and obey Scripture, specifically the tension between the Old Testament and the New Testament. I'd like to step back and look at this tension as a way of making sense of our readings from Genesis and Mark. On Monday, the first weekday of pre-Lent, we start at the beginning, beginning of Scripture and the beginning of creation with Genesis 1. Skipping a few chapters here and there, we will read to the end of Genesis on March 16th, the end of the fourth week of Lent. On Wednesday, Bishop Scarlett said that the reading of Genesis is foundational for understanding scripture and creation. But after the wonder of creation, if there's a theme for this week's Genesis readings, it's that man is sinful, disobedient, and often downright, often downright ungrateful to our almighty creator, the one who created us creatures. And to use the language of our heavenly, to use the language familiar to many parents, that disobedience to our Heavenly Father has consequences. In our psalm this morning, Psalm 149, the psalmist, as the New King James subtitle says, praises God for his salvation and judgment. In just four readings, we see the earliest glimpses of human nature breaking many of what Moses and Exodus would learn are God's commandments. Sin week kicked off on Wednesday with the original sin, God gave Adam and Eve only one rule, and they broke it and were cast out of Eden. We not only see disobedience, but also doubt in the Lord and our vulnerability to temptation. On Thursday, to use later language, Cain did not love the Lord his God with all heart, all heart, soul, and mind. He gave begrudgingly of his treasure and envied his brother, coveting not his things, but his relationship with God. He murdered and lied to the one judge, judge who knows all and sees all. On Friday, with the Feast of Purification, we skipped Genesis 6. By that point, it was not just one man, but almost all of the human race that was irredeemably corrupt and sinful. So yesterday, we would have met Noah, and today, God uses water to cleanse the earth from its sins by sending a flood that wipes out all but the faithful few, Noah and his, his father, family. Of course, throughout the year, our Old Testament readings will provide examples of humans, God's creatures, who show a mix of disobedience and faithfulness to our Creator. In response, we will repeatedly seek God's judgment and also forgiveness. This gets to the fundamental issue of how to understand the linkage of the Old Testament to the New. It's, it's a vexing problem, one that prompted some early Christian heretics, despite the explicit testimony of the Gospels, to conclude that the God of the Old Testament is different from the God of the New Testament. Our Lutheran friends like to refer to God's word and this tension as law and gospel. In the Old Testament, law might mean the moral law of the Ten Commandments or the ceremonial law of Leviticus. In, the Jude in Judaism, the law are the books of the Torah, the first five books of what we Christians call the Old Testament. But Christians often use law more generally to describe the rules and relationship of God to his people before the coming of the Messiah. Jesus himself says in Matthew 5, Do not think that I came to destroy the law or the prophets. 
I did not come to destroy, but to fulfill. At the same time, that fulfillment means some requirements of the Old Testament are no longer binding. That really hit me Thursday night with the readings for the eve of purification. Our Exodus reading talked about, after being saved from the Egyptians in the first Passover, God's people must sacrifice the firstborn male animal and rather than child sacrifice, redeem the firstborn male child. Immediately after that, the author of Hebrews explained how the coming of the Lord, our Savior, did away for the need of animal sacrifice. As the reading from Hebrews 10 concluded, we have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. So during pre-Lent, our morning readings are from the Gospel, the good news of our Messiah, specifically chapters 6 and 10 of the Gospel according to St. Mark. In the New Testament reading we skipped yesterday due to the feast day, we would have begun, read the beginning of chapter 7 when the Pharisees criticized Jesus for not following their ritualistic interpretation of God's law. Jesus then called them out for emphasizing their own man-made law rather than God's true law that was given directly to Moses. That sets up today's passage, with Jesus directly explaining to his disciples how his coming and his message are both in continuity with the Old Testament law and also its fulfillment. As he concludes in the final three verses of our New Testament reading, what comes out of a man, that defiles a man. For, for from within, out of the heart of men, proceeds evil thoughts, adulteries, fornications, murders, thefts, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lewdness, an evil eye, blasphemy, pride, foolishness. All these evil things come from within and defile a man. That's a pretty good conclusion to Sin Week. Jesus himself reminds us that there are many evil thoughts and actions that come out of our hearts, including my own besetting sin, pride. So during the remainder of pre-Lent and throughout Lent, we are called to both reflect on these sins and also use the discipline of prayer and the reading of scriptures through our rule of life to turn our hearts and minds more fully to Jesus, his teachings, and the implications of his unbelievably merciful sacrifice to redeem us from our sins. We now return to page 18 of the Book of Common Prayer. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldst be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth and hold the faith in unity of spirit, in the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are anyways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate. that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. 
Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. Blessed Lord, who has caused all holy scriptures to be written for our learning, grant that we may in such wise hear them, read, mark, learn, and inwardly digest them, that by patience and comfort of thy holy word, we may embrace and ever hold fast, the blessed hope of everlasting life, which thou hast given us in our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining us. Thank you to Brett and Brett for making this morning's worship possible. Hope to see you all in a few weeks. Thanks, Joel. Have a good day, everybody. Thank you.